Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 22nd of February, 2023. Before we get started, where do you stand on the issues? It's that time of year again. Take WPT's annual member survey at wptonline.org survey. It will only take a moment of your time, and your participation will help us gauge member sentiment on various topics impacting Wisconsin. Visit wptonline.org slash survey today. Happy Wednesday to you. No matter where you are in Wisconsin, you're likely under some type of severe weather warning for at least the next 24 hours. If you're in the southern half of the state, you'll likely see slush and ice and all that nasty stuff. If you're in the northern part of the state or anywhere near the beautiful Chippewa Valley, you're projected to get upwards of two feet of snow when it's all said and done. The second round of this monster is expected to make its way into west central Wisconsin at a about 2 or 3 o'clock this afternoon and is expected to dump another 12 to 18 inches. Make sure to help your elderly and disabled neighbors for sure. Make sure to clear your sidewalks just in general. I was in a group chat yesterday with a very good friend of mine who relocated to Tampa a few years ago. I told him what the state of Wisconsin was about to endure. And his response, a photo of him in his convertible with the top down. He said it was nearly 80 degrees. I promptly sent him back the middle finger emoji. He deserved it. Come on, Dodson. Wisconsin Department of Transportation is urging you to stay off the roads this afternoon and through tomorrow to allow crews to properly clear all snow and ice and to treat the pavement. Be sure to check 511.wi.gov if you're planning to travel. Drive slowly. Make sure you have emergency kits in your car. Your all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive doesn't give you the right or the license to drive like a complete Please be careful of those around you. Let's jump into some news together. Janet Protasewicz will face Daniel Kelly, the conservative, in April for the seat on the Wisconsin Supreme Court. As you know, the current Supreme Court makeup is four conservatives and three liberals. If Daniel Kelly loses this race, the whole dynamic of the court will shift. There will be a liberal-leaning court in the state of Wisconsin. There was about 93% of the results that were in this morning. Protasewicz had 46.4%. Daniel Kelly had just over 24%. And Waukesha County Circuit Court Judge Jennifer Darrow had about 22%. The margin between the two was more than 24,000 votes, as pointed out by WIS Politics today. Dane County Circuit Court Judge Everett Mitchell had just under 8%, or about 7.5%. This is a critical race. Hopefully you got out and voted yesterday. Make sure to get out and vote in April. We'll have more to come from the candidates as those dates approach. According to the Wisconsin Realtors Association, Wisconsin's existing home sales fell 33.8% in January relative to January 2022, and the median price of homes that closed in January rose 8.5% over the same 12-month period to $250,000. The slide in January home sales continued a trend that first emerged in the fourth quarter of 2022, while home sales in the first nine months of 2022 fell 8.8% compared to the first nine months of 2021, they slid 30.1% in the fourth quarter of 2022 compared to the same quarter in 21. 
Wisconsin Realtors says although mortgage rates have fallen from peak levels in October 22 when they averaged 6.9%, they remain relatively high in January 23 at 6.27%. Note that this compares to a rate that averaged just 3.45% in January 2022. Inventories remain very low, which kept upward pressure on home prices. At just 1.9 months of available supply, which is unchanged from a year earlier, the weak existing home market is still classified as a seller's market since it is well below the six-month benchmark that characterizes a market that is balanced. And our good friends over at the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty yesterday announced that they are suing the Biden administration over what they are calling illegal ESG rules. This may impact your retirement accounts, so you'll want to listen carefully. The Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty filed a lawsuit on behalf of retirement account participants Rick Braun and Fred Lures against the U.S. Secretary of Labor for a new rule permitting the use of environmental, social, and governance, commonly referred to as ESG factors, in retirement investing. The suit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Wisconsin. Imposing ESG factors not only violates the Employee Retirement Income Security Act in 1974, otherwise known as ERISA, which governs the operation of retirement plans and protects the hard-earned savings of millions of employees from mismanagement and abuse, but undermines the authority of Congress, according to Will. Will Associate Counsel Kate Spitz said by injecting highly partisan issues like climate change and racial justice into investment strategy, the Biden administration is jeopardizing the retirement income of over 140 million Americans. Their new rule far exceeds the law and their constitutional authority. Rick Braun, a Wisconsinite with a retirement account impacted by the new rule, said, I have been financially responsible, saving to have a future. Now it's all at risk because politicians in Washington want to gamble it away on their favorite pet projects and causes. The lawsuit asked the court to enter a temporary restraining order and preliminarily injunction or a preliminary injunction halting the ESG rule. The suit urges the court to enter a declaratory judgment that the ESG rule exceeds the statutory authority conferred on the secretary and the department by Congress and thus violates the Administrative Procedure Act. This is very important, and we will let you know how the court rules on this as it happens. And also a great organization, the Institute for Reforming Government yesterday put out a study, or a report rather, on modernizing and decentralizing Wisconsin state government. Basically, they're saying Wisconsin state government is way too big. It needs reform moving into the new century. And three of the highlights uh, that they are reporting on include reducing full-time employee count through contracting out for professional services and using digital technology and automation to reduce state government staffing, reducing the physical footprint in Madison by moving agencies out of the city of Madison into communities that they serve, and finally making government more responsive to people's needs by using technology in regional offices to make it easier for the average Wisconsinite to access what they need from government when they need it. We will have a link to this in the upcoming Weekly Insider, so make sure to take a look and share your thoughts. So that's about all for this week. We hope you have a great second half of your week. Please be safe out there if you are going to be impacted by this huge storm. And make sure to get out and shovel your sidewalk and take care of your property so other people don't slip and fall when they're trying to traverse the area in front of your home. Because Rudyard Kipling said, borrow trouble for yourself if that's your nature, but don't lend it to your neighbors. 
Have a great rest of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.